Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the first time I've really talked this morning. Um, Jim Laird here live from Largo, Florida. It is definitely fall here, and it's really weird because my uh, I'm used to being in Kentucky. And this time of year in Kentucky, it's really, really nice. But the sun, you know, starts coming up later in the day, and my body starts going, oh, this is not good. It's going to start raining soon and it's going to be dark, disgusting and yucky for like five months, four months. So uh, I'm not in Kentucky anymore, but my body's still like, I don't like this when the, uh, when the sun comes up at like eight o'clock instead of, uh, you know, seven, six 30. Uh, my body just doesn't like that for some reason. So, um, yesterday, Dr. Stillman had two, uh, great Monday master classes. Uh, I highly suggest you go check those out. I'll put those in the YouTube uh, description. We also have our, our blood pressure uh, is this weekend, isn't it? It is Saturday at 10 a.m. There will be a webinar on blood pressure. The original mm -hmm. uh, schedule was for 11. We changed the time just for those of you who've already signed up. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure you don't miss it. Yeah. And, and if you do miss it, you'll get the replay on that. So uh, there's that. And then we also have tomorrow we're, we're tying our, our body composition weight loss, um, course up and you're allowed to basically watch us film that final chapter. And all you have to do is go over to Stillman MD and get on the email list. There'll be an email going out this evening that will give you a link to that. So you can, you can join us for that. So <clears throat> Dr. Stillman, you know, there's this, um, everybody kind of has this thing where everything's like black and white and you know, everyone, you know, chronic inflammation, you know, yeah. is obviously a problem, yes. but you know, inflammation is also an important part of the healing process. And without inflammation, we can't heal. That right? is correct. And, and that's why people get in trouble with things like, you know, ibuprofen, Advil, these things actually shut down the natural healing process. So kind of like with antioxidants, people are like, well, you know, antioxidants are great. I'm going to take a whole bunch of them, but you need that hermetic stress to actually for your body to function properly. So let's talk a little bit about chronic inflammation and, and when it becomes a, a problem. So when something happens to the body, something bad happens to the body, <clears throat> the body responds by sending different uh, elements of what we call the immune system into the area that's been insulted, damaged, traumatized, whatever, in order to try and fix the damage. Sometimes it's not really damage, right? People think of, you know, dirt and say a wound bed as contaminating the wound bed and being something that's carrying dangerous microbes that are gonna you know, kill you. But the truth is the vast majority of, uh, of what happens to the body, you should think about more in terms of um, uh, garbage disposal and uh, regeneration and repair. Very much like in day-to-day -day life, the vast majority of your interactions with other people the vast majority of things that happen to your home, your car, they're not the result of malicious activity. They're the result of normal wear and tear, right? A hurricane comes by and knocks down a telephone pole or, you know, drops a big branch on the side of your house. Um, you know, you slip and fall and bruise yourself or injure a joint. 
whatever it is. So people, I think, fall, unfortunately, into this idea that everything is combat and a war. And this leads them. In, and, and I mean, it's very easy to make these analogies. I've used them many times myself. I will still use them. But it's important for people to understand that the bottom line here is that these the 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 immune system is really more a rest, repair and rejuvenation system than it is a go to war and kill everything system. Yes, there's a time and a place for that, but honestly, it's 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 more about getting rid of uh, damaged tissue and getting rid of foreign objects than it is about uh, sort of destroying things. And that's a really important uh, piece of of insight that I want people to have because they end to think tend to think I have inflammation, therefore I have you know microbes and pathogens that are in infecting me and invading my body and making me sick. If that's the case, then a competent immune system can the vast majority of the time handle that perfectly well. And when you see the immune system not doing that and not being able to overcome any kind of insult, <clears throat> whether it's trauma or, you know, the introduction of a foreign body into the, into, into your body, it's really more about, did you, um, clean the wound properly? And then did you set yourself up with the right environment, nutrition, et cetera, in order to recover and repair and heal? And that's why you and I don't talk a lot about, you know, things like chronic Lyme disease or, um, other chronic infections, co-infections, whatever, because we don't see those as the primary problem. The primary problem is how you're eating, how you're living, what you're exposed to in your environment, what you're thinking how you're behaving, who you're associating with. And that's what really drives chronic inflammation because the body, when you give it the resources that it needs will heal. And this is a very inconvenient truth for a lot of paradigms of medical care, which put you in the position of you're defective, you're dysfunctional. You need the doctor, you need the surgeon, you need the pill, you need the thing that comes in a box, a bag or a bottle in order to get better that drives a lot of sales in medical marketing and also in wellness marketing to be completely fair, particularly when you, when you weave into this narrative fear, you need to be afraid of the thing that's lurking inside of your body and threatening to take it over. This creates, I think as much disease as anything we're dealing with, uh, in our natural world. And that's just the, I mean, the whole point here is real simple. Your body, given the proper environment and the right resources, is going to heal from the things that happen to it. And the link between inflammation and chronic disease, as the title of this video uh, uh, states, is very simple. Inflammation is essential. You must have it to live. And this is something that I, I really stress with people. I often see that my sickest patients actually have the highest levels of omega-3 fatty acids. And people are always taken aback at that because the, the, the narrative out there is that people are all deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. What does this have to do with inflammation? When you look at inflammatory cascades, the omega-3 fatty acids are generally regarded as being anti-inflammatory um, prostaglandin precursors. In other words, they reduce inflammation. And that's true, but you know you have to remember inflammation has a place. They're generally opposed by the omega-6s, which will tend to trigger or increase the inflammatory response, specifically arachidonic acid. 
people will vilify arachidonic acid, they'll vilify omega-6s, but remember, these are essential fatty acids, essential as in you get sick and die when you don't have enough of them. Enough is the key word there, right? I don't mean enough as in go out and have some fast food to boost your omega-6 levels. People who are eating a lot of fast food tend to have very high levels of these omega-6s because those foods are loaded with the omega-6 rich oils, and they've also been destroyed by additives. They've been contaminated by chemicals. That's part of why fast food is a recipe for early death and disease. But when I see people who are in some ways overeducated about their health and wellness, many of them have, have very high levels of omega-3s because they've heard that they need to eat fish. And so they're eating fish. They've heard that they need to eat chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, things that I routinely for the record recommend. So those take, are, are rich in omega-3s. Yeah. Take krill, krill oil. Take krill they've heard oil. that they need to take krill oil. And they've heard that they uh, need to take a fish oil or something like cod liver oil. And, you know, you need some combination of these strategies to have an optimal omega-3 level. But you also have to have a balance there with the omega-6s. And the trend you'll see in people who have high omega-3 and low omega-6 levels is they don't feel well. They don't recover well after exercise or exertion. They don't heal well. And they feel slow, sluggish, tired, fatigued, and they're always struggling with some kind of chronic um, illness in my experience. And I stressed them, look, you have to normalize your omega-3 intake because it is suppressing inflammation. It is preventing you from mounting an inflammatory response. And you actually need to do something to correct the imbalance between omega-3s and 6s in your body, whether that's eating more red meat for the arachidonic acid or eating more nuts and seeds that have omega-6s in them, uh, you know, specifically things like GLA and DGLA. And these are the ways that you need to balance these levels in order to have an optimal inflammatory response. Again, you're not going to hear that from most people in the health and wellness space because they don't take on enough people who are already very educated about their health and who are already doing all these things that Jim and I talk about. But when, and they also don't do this testing, very few doctors actually do omega-3, 6 saturated fat levels in the red blood cell membrane. And they have no idea the number of people who are struggling with issues that are related to this because they don't ever do the test. So that's just one mm -hmm. example of how a dietary imbalance that's fueled by a combination of what are essentially good dietary habits plus over supplementation. And just for reference, I've seen people with omega-3 levels that are twice those of the Inuit and the Eskimo. And if you're wondering where the numbers for omega-3 levels, optimal omega-3 levels came from, it's the Inuit and the Eskimo because they noticed they had, they had lipid panels that were potentially had a high cholesterol diet. Uh, they had a high fat diet, but they didn't have a high incidence of heart disease. And so they looked at them and they said, wow, these people are really healthy. They don't have blood clots. They don't have heart attacks. They don't get pulmonary embolisms. Why is this? It's partly the omega-3 levels. And they set the omega-3 levels, the optimal levels, at something like 7 8% fish oils of the red blood cell fatty acid membrane. There's no doubt this reduces your risk of clotting, which is critical. But it also can increase your risk of bleeding. You know, and so you need to be careful with that. People are very cavalier with using fish oil when they have no idea what their omega-3 level is. It's part of why pretty much anyone in an executive physical with me is going to get an omega-3-6 
saturated fat breakdown as part of their workup because we want to make sure that they're dialed in in that regard. And, and frankly, some people have been so inundated with the meme of take fish oil, take krill oil, take omega-3s, eat fish, that I have to prove to them that their fish oil levels are twice the Eskimo and the Inuit in order to get them to stop. And it, it may, it's very it's very frustrating, to be honest with you, um, how, how inundated people are with this meme. And it's not the fault of the people who make the fish oil. It's just that people don't execute this properly and don't understand the caveats behind taking fish oil plus eating fish plus eating nuts and seeds that are rich in omega-3s. Well, and when you start doing any nutrient at super physiological levels, there's probably right. going to be, be consequences, right? Yeah, and you have to remember, right, if you're going to take a, a, a fish oil capsule, and the dose matters here because what, what people will do is they won't look at the bottle. They'll see take two gel capsules a day. Well, the two gel capsules a day may be two grams of omega-3. So that's actually about what I recommend to people to eat to have an optimal omega-3 level because it's what I've found in looking at people's diets helps them get an, an optimal balance. But let's say you get two grams of omega-3s from a fish oil, and then you get three more grams from some walnuts or chia seeds, and then you get another, you know, two or three grams from some sardines or some salmon. All of a sudden, you're at six, seven, eight, ten grams of omega-3s a day, right? Without even realizing it. So, well, I think something you said before, it, it with the environment and and giving your body what it needs, you know. People don't really understand that until you talk about, like, let's say a cactus, we have a happy cactus that's living in Arizona, mm -hmm. and we dig it up, and we fly it up to the uh, to northern Alberta, where I'm from, mm -hmm. and we plant that cactus there, and then we're absolutely shocked when that cactus dies, you know? Well, it's got to be the cactus. There's something wrong with the cactus, right? We right. took the cactus from where it basically thrives, and we put it into an environment that it's not made for and 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 shocker if we take a polar bear from the arctic and we bring it down and we put it in uh on the equator uh it's probably not going to like it very much right mm -hmm. it's it's gonna it's gonna struggle you know just like animals in zoo we take them out of the they take them out of the wild we put them in a zoo you know why do they get sick why do they stop reproducing um you know it, it it makes it a little easier for people to understand that once you start talking to them and giving them like real examples of why you know, people are really struggling today because people just don't spend any time in the environment that our biology is is uh, set up for. That's right. They don't. And and a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, chronic inflammation obviously is not good, but but it's the it's the loss of variability. Right. You know, the body's ability to turn on the inflammation, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Well, it's also turn it on and get it done. I mean, like a lot of people, the, one of the ways you could think about chronic inflammation is it's like someone who's trying to deadlift 500 pounds and they absolutely cannot do it, but they don't quit. And so they're right. standing there at the bar for hours and hours and hours, straining their backs, straining their hips, straining their muscles, trying to lift that bar and failing. Oh, I'd like. I'd never seen anyone try for hours and hours and hours, but uh, yeah, you but, haven't. Right. But you nah. got to remember the inflammatory cascades, a program that gets turned sure. on by the body. Right. Well, sure. I think what you're trying to say is many times that the, um, the overreaction of the immune system can, can be just as big a problem as, is not as the underreaction. Right. So yes, but it, maybe a better <laughs> analogy is 
It's somebody who goes to the gym and does an absolute beat down workout every single day, feels terrible, has incredible muscle soreness, and never gains any size, never gains any mass, right. never right. drops they can't, any breath sizes. Yeah, they can't recover from it. Right. Right. It's a lack. They don't have the fuel necessary to respond to the stimulus, which is exercise. And so, you know, this is why right. we get people working less, exercising less, um, eating different not necessarily more, not necessarily less. Often they're able to go back to eating foods they missed because we help them understand how to eat them, what quantities, how to prepare them, how to tolerate them, how to digest them. And all of a sudden they're losing dress sizes, uh, gaining muscle mass, they're looking better, they're feeling better, all with just a change in perspective and a change in how they put the pieces of the puzzle together. It's working smarter, not harder. Right. And that's the key. It's, you know, it's like trying to push a car that's in park, right? It's not going to. Oh, yeah. With it's, the not gonna, it's not going to end, end well. Well, not even just in park in the transmission, you know. Oh, like I know. Even, I get it. Even, but the parking brake, you might have a chance of like getting you might have a going, chance, right? You know, a but chance. Why, why not just take it all off and put it yeah. in drive? Well, I, I always give the analogy of like when I have people that are really hard chargers and they're just not getting results. It's like you're running into the wall over and over again. There's a door slightly to the left. All you got to do is walk over and open it and walk through. You, you, you don't right. have to continually run into the wall. And this is why, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they think that the solution is throwing another 10, 20, 50, a hundred dollars at the problem with a product right. with another book, another newsletter subscription. I mean, not, there's not a time and place for that. Right. I mean, I have an email newsletter that people subscribe right. to. We've got over 200 paid subscribers. You get a free Q and a with me every week for that, by the way, it's not really free. I guess you're paying for it, but it's, it's included. Right. Um, and the point is, if you look at the people who get the best results, they actually invest their money in coaching and insight. And you and I both know that. Well, and, you're, and they're going to invest in people that are actually going to tell them the truth. Right. And they're going to tell them not the things they don't want to hear. Right. And, and that's right. Uh, and, and a lot of people just don't want to hear that the real work has to be on themselves and not looking for some external solution. Right. And not also the, not. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Not, you know, just, oh, you need to just try my supplement protocol. Right. And just... not that not that there's not things that help, right? Oh, sure. There's but, a time but, and place for all of that. But, you know, there are tools and there are things, especially if you're in a really bad place. But, mm -hmm. you know, most people just really need to work on their habits and work on themselves. Right. Get themselves in a better place. And then we can play around with some different things. But most people don't even go that far, right? They That's just right. continue to medicate themselves with whatever they've decided to medicate themselves. With. Right. That's exactly so, right. You've got, uh, you've got a few things coming up here in the next uh, couple of weeks. You're going to Runga. That's right. I'm going to Runga, Runga, October 14th. So Runga, October 14th and 15th, Austin, Texas, check it out. Uh, it's mm -hmm. uh, rungalife.com. I think mm -hmm. if you just Google Runga, it'll come up. And, uh, what else? Um, We've got the blood pressure webinar this Saturday. That's going to be exceptional. Make sure you tune in. Yeah, we have we a lot have, of fund up for that. We have weekly webinars now that are um, free to people on our email list. So if you're <clears throat> if you're not on the list, get on the list. These is your are voice be... is your voice cracking? Was your voice? No, cracking? I just coughed. Had to cough. Okay. Frog sounded, in my throat. It sounded like it's cracking. Yeah, that's yeah. So we have a we have webinars on Thursdays at ten now which are free to people on the list who catch them live. And then they're going to be behind the paywall in the future. 
So make sure that you tune into those live and you're on the list because the other thing is Jim and I can disappear from social media any old time because we like to tell people sometimes what they don't want to hear and often what's very unpopular with the powers that be, right? You know, mm -hmm. one of our big problems that we see people struggling with that's setting them back is big tech, right? So people are getting censored, they're getting deplatformed, their videos are being, you know, pushed down and suppressed in the algorithm. Make sure you're on the email list so that you don't miss us. Yeah, and also you can, I'm on Odyssey and Rum, uh, Rumble, and every one of these videos, Rumble's a little slow, but all these lives and all the videos that we've done are all being automatically uploaded in those two places. So you might want to go just search my name on those two platforms and follow over there just in case one day we disappear. But if right. you're on the email list, you'll be, we'll be able to, to reach out to you and, and let you know where we're, we're at because it's, uh, you would think that after what we've been through in the last couple of years that, you know, even though we've had court decisions on censorship and, and all this stuff, they're still, they're still doubling down on, on, on censorship. And it's just absolutely crazy. So it's crazy. And on that note, great to see everyone this morning. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever. Take care. Have a great day. Have Don't a great week. Have a great weekend. Or no, it's not Friday yet. What's today? Get it together, Jim. We just had the weekend. <laughs> no, I want it to be the weekend again. <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday. Why am I saying it's the weekend? I don't know. I don't know, know man. You're losing track of time. Well, it's the it's the delayed sunrise is messing me up. Like my body's just like thinking it's in Kentucky still. It's like, oh, the sun's coming up at eight o'clock now. Oh my God, it's gonna start raining and be gross. So all right, everyone. Just trying to remind outside. my body I'm not in Kentucky anymore. It's Tuesday. Enjoy the, enjoy the fall weather. Take care. Have,